You have to spend money to make money, says the old saying, and there's a lot of common sense in that. You know, if you're going to start a business, there's going to be all kinds of startup costs, equipment, licenses, rent, payroll, advertising before the business makes a profit. But imagine you had never heard that phrase before in your life. You have to spend money to make money. At first glance, you'd think it's the opposite of true. You'd think it's kind of ridiculous. That's because it's a paradox. It's something that at first seems nonsensical, but upon closer inspection is found to be true. The Catholic faith is filled with supernatural paradoxes, that God became man, that the virgin gave birth, Even the meek shall inherit the earth. All of these things, at first, they seem contradictory. But when understood through the eyes of faith, they are found to be profoundly true. I mention paradox because if I were to sum up the gospel in one word, it would be paradox. There are many paradoxes in our gospel today. Jesus speaks of his passion. uh, As he speaks of the cross, a symbol of of death and and humiliation as his hour of glory, as his glorification. He speaks of the cross as the moment when the ruler of this world, Satan, will be cast out. Yet, on Good Friday, the world thinks Jesus has been definitively defeated and that he's done for. But perhaps most... um, Interestingly, Jesus says, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Here, Jesus is giving us the greatest paradox, at least in this gospel. He's saying that life comes from death. At first, that just sounds impossible. But through the eyes of faith, it's true. Now, On a literal level, he's speaking of of the reality of a grain of wheat falling into the the ground and, and in a sense, dying, right? A seed needs to, in a sense, decay before a new plant can sprout from it. But Christ, he's not giving us this paradox to teach us about seeds and plants. He's using the image to teach us about one of the essential mysteries of the faith, the mystery of the cross. Christ is the grain of wheat, and on the cross he will die and be laid in the tomb, just as a seed is planted in the earth. And just as a seed planted in the ground, in a sense, dies only to sprout new life, so Christ, once in the tomb, will on the third day rise again. And finally, the the plant sprouted by the seed will go on to produce much fruit. And so Christ by his cross and resurrection, produces a superabundance of fruit. The life, he, he wins the grace that makes us the adopted sons and daughters of God and the inheritors of heaven. This is the mystery of the cross. What do I mean when I say mystery? You know, we use that word a lot. And it's used, when we use it in terms of our Catholic faith, we don't mean like, Uh, a a mystery novel, some um, unexplained uh, phenomenon or a murder mystery. We don't know who did it. We need to find out who did it. No, when we speak of the mystery, uh, mysteries of faith, we are talking about a divinely revealed truth 
something God has revealed to us that we can adequately grasp, but we will never exhaust the depth of meaning to one of the mysteries God's revealed. They are incomprehensible, at least in in the sense that we can never exhaust them, because they are manifestations of God who is infinite and therefore beyond the exhaustive grasp of our minds. That's what we mean when we say a mystery of faith. And this is a mystery that we're called to believe, the mystery of the cross, but it's also a mystery that we are called to live. And we see this in the gospel, right? Jesus says, whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there also my servant will be. And whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will preserve it for eternal life. In other words, what is true of Christ is true of those who follow him. If we want to be Christ's disciple, then we must die to ourself in order to receive the fullness of life from God. The mystery, the paradox of the cross, then, it's not just what we believe, it's how we are supposed to, it's, it's, what we, it's how we are called to live. And Pope Benedict XVI, he once spoke about this. He said, there is nothing magic about Christianity. There are no shortcuts. Everything passes through the humble and patient logic of the grain of wheat that broke open to give life. The logic of the grain of wheat, which can only bear fruit if it falls to the ground and dies. The logic of the grain of wheat is the paradox of the cross, the mystery of the cross that we are called not just to believe in, but to live. And before, or, or I guess if you ask how we do that, I would say before we talk about believing or living, we need to contemplate the mysteries of the faith. We need to contemplate the mystery of the cross. We need to ponder and reflect on them. This has been on my mind a lot this Lent, um, especially with the stations of the cross. So we do the stations here at 12.05 after, or excuse me, after the 12.05 Mass. And then at St. Mary's in Hartford, my other parish, we, we have the stations at 6 p.m. on Friday. So I've been praying the stations twice. And, you know, the stations, they don't change, right? I mean, the text you use might be a little different, but, you know, Jesus falls three time, times, Veronica wipes his uh, face and... His, his image is imprinted on the towel. He dies on the crosses and placed in the tomb. Those 14 stations, they stay the same. Someone could object and say, it's like you're re-watching the same movie. You know it already. You know, I get it. Jesus goes to the cross and dies. Why do we rehash this uh, every Friday? But the truth is, we can't get it, at least in the sense of, of exhaustively get it. This is something God has, this is a mystery God has revealed to us that we cannot exhaust. But it is part and parcel to how we are called to live the Christian life. And it's by entering into these simple prayers like the Stations of the Cross or the Rosary when we're praying the Sorrowful Mysteries, these simple prayers that we all know that we are able to contemplate. Now, as we're praying them, right, we need to be pondering the mysteries. We don't want to... um, exteriorly be praying them, but interiorly thinking of something else, just counting down the seconds until we're free. And we want to be entering into the mystery, and this is really the battle of prayer, that when we're praying the stations, to consider and ponder and reflect upon what we're saying. The reason we need to do that is we need to conform our life to the mystery of the cross. 
We need to believe it and live it. This logic of uh, the grain of wheat, which is broken uh, only to give life. In these final weeks of Lent, let's resolve to contemplate the mystery of the cross. Let's go to follow Christ on the road to Calvary so that we can truly be his disciples and he can make us the saints he created us to be.